0: guys, thanks for tuning in. This is Mulder Was Right, Conspiracies and Alternative Facts. Uh, each week we talk about conspiracy theories. Uh, I am your host, Brendan, and I am joined with my co-hosts... Joe. Saqif And Anderson. And Joe. <laughs> thanks, Joe. Alright, this week we are joined by a super special guest, um... He is the secretary of the Flat Earth Society. This is John Davis.
1: Hi,
2: thanks for having me on.
1: Thank you for joining us. Yeah, thanks
0: for being on. Um, We got a lot of questions for you, John. Um, Why don't we just start off with the top one? Um, So what exactly do you do for the Flat Earth Society?
2: Well, uh, aside from uh, being a, a fairly prominent theorist, yeah, uh, in the society. Uh, i also run the membership, that website. I do interviews and, uh, lectures, that sort of thing. Uh, talk to great folks like you and, uh, <laughs> answer you. a lot of questions people have.
0: Yeah. We've been, uh, we've been meaning to send in a postcard to you, by the way.
2: Oh yeah. I've got a, I got a pile of those. I have to process though. It's, uh, <laughs> it's always really great to get them though.
0: Yeah, we'll it's, definitely uh, send you one. Well, uh, the people
2: look us out at, uh, you know, tell me to kill myself or that I'm an idiot or, some, or something like Jesus that. So, you know, Christ. it it really uh, it's nice to see the the postcards
0: <laughs> too. Oh God! Wow. People are shitty. Yeah! Wow. Yeah. Um,
2: well, it, it's uh, certainly an idea that uh captures a lot of emotions on people.
0: Definitely. Yeah. Uh, well, we'll definitely send you one. We're gonna send you one from New Mexico. Awesome um so when did you first hear about the flat earth theory and what sort of made you believe
2: well i was a pr- pretty young man and i was just re- i kind of started questioning a lot of things i had just been told and sort of swallowed up whole uh as truth and you know i read you know charles ford and i've read uh some hollow earth theory and eventually i uh, came around to the flat Earth theory and something about it just sort of uh rang with me on sort of a reasonable level as well as like, you know, personal level. Uh, it, it seemed like they really got how to investigate and the philosophical consequences of what you believe based off that um, and really, you know, science and method in general. And uh, yeah, just, it, uh, I can't say there's one specific piece of evidence, you know, that I said, ah, oh, huh, that's it. But it was a lot of research and it, eventually just all the evidence together uh you know made me believe
0: all right all right um how long have you believed uh i
2: believe it's been over a decade now somewhere between 10 15 years
0: all right all right
2: in quite a quite a while
0: um can you give us the specifics i mean besides the whole like flat earth thing um i guess sort of the specifics on sort of what you believe and whatnot
2: Sure. Um, well, the main one is, of course, that the earth is flat. And we, as a group of free thinkers, we have a just a huge plethora of beliefs under our umbrella, uh, from you know the, the dome idea um, to uh, you know just an infinite flat plane. And I've done a lot of mathematics down the the route of the infinite flat plane, as well as um, the possibility that it's a non-Euclidean plane. But in short, it's really simple that you know, the earth is flat, uh, water, you know, finds its level. Um, the, you know, people in Australia are hanging upside down from their feet. Uh, I don't know. It's, it, it seems like, uh, such a silly idea, but, uh, you know, some people believe it. The globe, I mean.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> now I've, I've
3: got, a, I've got a question. So the, the other planets, um, would they are they just something that has been created and fed to us, or are they also flat, or are they separate planes?
2: I think most uh, flat earthers or flatists would say that the vast majority of them are fake. Like every couple of weeks, you, you hear NASA say, "Oh, we've discovered ten more Earths," or we you know discovered this and that, and you end up getting these uh, you know blatantly fictional pictures back that were done by artists. Um, so, but on the other hand, that some some of the planets are you know definitely something. I think a lot of people mistakenly say that um, the Earth is a planet, and these other things are also planets. When uh, they are definitely two different classes of objects, and uh, so they could well be round, and the Earth flat.
3: Okay, so they they might be to draw a parallel to something I'm more familiar with. They would be similar to just like a, a large asteroid or some other.
2: Which yeah, is- something like that. Um, there's different theories over, you know, the past hundred or so years that we've uh, been at it, and you know, you see a lot of, in a lot of the earlier ones. They're called moats, and they're these sort of smaller objects. And uh, nowadays, with the popularity of the the dome coming back, um, which uh, actually also Sam Oshenta talked a lot about too, uh, you see also these ideas of maybe they're attached to the dome in some way or uh, you know, inside of it, in some way, and then there's these other planets that NASA's faking. Okay, okay.
0: Can you can you talk about more uh, Samuel Shenton and the dome theory? Oh sure. Uh,
2: and there there are a lot of dome theories nowadays, you know, just floating around the internet. Uh, but Samuel Shenton was had this very interesting one, and it also kind of tied into hollow Earth theory and stuff like that, um, because he, he had a, a just quite a few just good conjectures and some of that you know if you look it up some of the evidence is compelling and some's not but he would say you know perhaps there's an exit to this dome and maybe that's where you know jesus ascended from uh, he was a very religious man and uh or you know the Lantians or, or ascended to rather or the Lantians ascended from uh other you know there's a whole lot of other theories though too that uh, aren't his he also had a very interesting idea uh that maybe there are other domes out there beyond our our dome so if we were ever to, to be able to get outside of this firmament um as a lot of the, the more religious uh, flat earthers would call the dome uh that you might find another earth or another uh this or that where people live um it's very very interesting
0: mm-hmm. so you can go, go ahead uh you go, you are good to go <laughs> <laughs> okay. um, Skeet, if you want to yeah, a question. I'll
1: go ahead and chime in and I'll ask uh, a couple of questions as well um first, I'll start with um Aristotle claimed that the earth was spherical because of the charting of constellations. What is your take on this?
2: yeah um he did uh, he also you know made claims that the earth you know had a circumference of uh five thousand miles um which we, all, we also know is you know, pretty patently false. And this was based off that, you know, the same mathematics used to, to draw that other conclusion. Um, a, a lot of flatter theories get around or not get around, but you have realized that the uh, stars are very close. The dome is, you know, very close to us relative to the globular view. And so you'd only be able to see some of the stars at any particular time or position on a flat earth.
1: That makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, how do the sun and moon work?
2: Well, that's actually very interesting because I, I was uh, just mentioning uh, Aristotle and his uh, 5,000 miles. And later on we have Aristophanes come up and he, by, you know, measuring the shadows uh, of sticks at different areas of the earth, he tried to, you know, refine this number. Uh, but what's really interesting about that is, When you go back far enough, uh, this was also discovered by two other people. Uh, One more recently, which was Samuel Robotham, who started our whole movement in the 1800s, and then much, much earlier were the Taoist scientists. And they performed an identical experiment, and instead of assuming the Earth was round, and then trying to calculate its diameter, and having that assumption up front, they simply took the measurements. And what both Samuel Robotham and the Taoist scientists found, was that the earth was flat and that the moon and sun were rotating above it um, in a, a circle around the uh, equator. So if you've ever seen the UN logo, uh, and this also comes up a lot with the conspiracy theory, of course, mm-hmm. uh, that all the world organizations have you know our map on uh, as, their, as their logo, it's a little odd. But uh, the sun would travel around you know, right where you'd see the equator there. And at different times of the year, it would be closer to one area or, or a further away from the other, uh, you know, in a regular pattern.
1: So, um, yeah, to, to expand on that, why would, um, do you, is there an explanation for why the sun would, and the moon would be closer or further at different times of the year? If the earth remains flat.
2: It is, uh, it's just uh, based off measurements. Uh, we don't have a very great theory for that, admittedly
0: okay um follow-up so in short the the sun and the moon are sort of in the dome right they're still in the dome Mm -hmm. um and they're circling or they're going around uh in a circle up there um how do i guess sunsets and sunrises work based on that
2: sure um and this is a Mostly, I guess, under the idea of parallaxing theory, and there there are other theories out there. But uh, when you're walking down, say, if you're on a very long street and you see the uh, lamp poles uh, at night, and as you watch watch down the road, and as they start disappearing after you know so so long, you'll notice that the bottoms start to disappear first, and so you have this. And if you draw the pictures, uh, or if you're to take a a stick, and put a, a red uh, block on bottom and then maybe a, a green circle on top. Uh, as you pep go away, the, the bottom part of it's going to start to feel perspective a little bit faster because we have a height and, you know, so-and-so feet off the ground. Um, and so you get this sort of where it, the bottom's just disappearing a little quicker uh, due to perspective.
0: Okay, so it's all sort of based on perspective, based on this yeah. theory. Okay.
2: But I think there are stronger theories out there. I've heard one that there's um, electromagnetic, uh, electromagnetic accelerator, or that, uh, and one that I've worked on a little bit more, and I'm, I'm still the theory's out for me, but it's uh, you know an active theory I'm working on to try to discover whether it's true. Is that perhaps space is curved and the Earth is flat, and so what we're seeing here and when the sun sets is actually just uh, the effects of a curved space.
0: Okay, that's interesting. That's actually yeah. very interesting. Yeah. yeah.
3: So, John,
2: that also would explain, uh, you know, odd things like, uh, you know, touch on this a bit more, uh, why it might, the Earth might appear round from space, um, or other planets might appear round if they were, you know, the size we think they are in globular theory, um, and it. Well, you should uh, uh, I invite your viewers to. Or our listeners to, to look up our website we have a bit of information on that there
0: oh yeah we'll definitely plug you at the end there
3: you know I was just gonna ask about that why haven't astronauts told us that the earth is flat
2: I'd say most people would say they're either lying or they've been fooled um, it wouldn't be that hard to trick someone to think that they're going to space uh, they've already had to invent all sorts of training equipment to do that ex- very thing uh, to train them like as if they were in space um, the, the other explanation is, you know, something, if my my conjecture is correct, uh, it would appear round due to space being curved. And so they might not even realize. That makes sense. Mm-hmm.
3: All right, John, um, is there an edge to the Earth? And what stops us from falling off?
2: Um, I think most flat earthers, and I, I think the wide majority, would say that there isn't an edge and that it goes on infinitely. I've done... Um, uh, and this also answers the question, you know, why doesn't gravity pull everything into a ball? Uh, if the case was the Earth with infinite, it would have no center of uh, mass to, for, to collapse into a ball. Um, and then it also raises a few other questions like, well, if you have an infinite amount of mass, uh, surely we'd all be crushed into it because it would create infinite gravity. But if you look at the, ma- the mathematics of it, and again, those are on our side, um, you, can, you realize that the, the way that the infinity adds up because gravity diminishes at a inverse square relationship that it, you actually end up with a finite number and you can from there, uh, take a guess at the depth of the earth. And it's uh, suspiciously close to what it would be if it was a, a sphere as well. those was at least 9,000 uh, kilometers.
3: Now, so this, um, matched up with the, uh, hollow earth, is there some sort of, like under space that has been explored or theorized about?
2: Yeah, I've heard, uh, it's a question I get a lot. And, um, we kind of take the position that if you can't observe something, uh, you really shouldn't be making up theories. You shouldn't invent a Genesis story or uh, that is the big bang or when you don't have any evidence or, uh, firsthand knowledge of it. And that's very central to everything, Um uh, Earth group I know of is that they really put a lot of weight and we, we, we really put a lot of value in discovering something for yourself and understanding it and uh, forming your own belief system. And if you come out of it, uh believe the Earth is a globe anyways, whatever, uh, you know, we're, we're so just happy that you're asking the questions. Okay. finding out. Yeah. Oh, that's, that's my cat attacking me. Sorry.
0: <laughs> uh, we've had that issue on our podcast as well.
1: Well, yeah. not... Necessarily attacking us, but attacking
0: various things in the room.
1: Yep.
2: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was, it was more of that than, than me, but um, <laughs> so, um, John,
3: how many people believe in the Flat Earth theory?:
2: It's really hard to put a number on that. Um, obviously, we've gotten a lot of support lately from uh, celebrities like BOB, uh, who represented a membership to our society. And then uh, Shaquille O'Neal and Kiri uh, Irving lately, as well as a host yep. of other people. Um, so I'd say are, are quite a few. Um, when I look to at YouTube and I see the huge communities growing there, um, friendly people. I see that there's a conference coming up, uh, just all these things. It's it's something that's really on the forefront of everyone's mind. I I think and uh, I think it's just really. Daring people to question the sort of faith and religiousness they have towards their science, which is, I think, a a good value to have, whether you're a flat earther or not, because uh, that's how science really does advance. Mm
0: -hmm. I I really admire the way that your society sort of works and that you're not really taking anything for face value and that you're really asking questions. And I really do uh, admire that you guys are just asking questions and whatnot.
3: Definitely, definitely.
1: Oh,
0: thank you.
2: And do you folks ever try to reach out to the other groups? Uh, yeah, we've uh, talked to a few of them. Uh, the Canadian group, which is uh, seems a little bit more lighthearted in nature than ours, uh, we've talked to them a bit, and we talked about trading off some T-shirts for each of our um, museums. They have a Flat Earth Museum up in uh, Canada, and Fogo Island, uh, I believe and they're quite nice and I've uh, we also, we've also done some interviews with Mark Sargent and um you know it's the, the, they're more the youtube community so there is some intermingling but i don't think it's you know it's more just sort of like friendly uh there's nothing serious going on there
3: that's fair
0: um i do have a question we sort of skipped over this i guess um so if the I guess my question is that the earth is sort of infinitely, uh, like there's an infinite direction, I guess, then sort of mm-hmm. why why haven't those parts been explored or have they been explored? Or
2: Well, a lot of it's just the danger of leaving the little UN logo area we live in. Uh, just going through uh, Antarctica, even if the earth is, uh, is round, is quite a feat, a very expensive feat, a very um, dangerous feat. You have to really... Be trained to do something like that and then if you imagine that there is no sunlighting anywhere else out there except for perhaps you know not a far enough area it, it, most people would just die from uh the trip itself uh past that um we, there is a big um conspiracy sort of uh tie in there with uh, the the global uh, tr- excuse me uh, treaties on antarctica and where you can't travel there without, um, or set up base there or do all these number of things fly over there, uh, due to this treaty This is a UN treaty as a matter of fact, which, you know, it's kind of funny since they, they put it right on their logo
0: too. <laughs> so sort of all the, can. so that sort of ties into another conspiracy with like the UN or, you know, various other government groups are trying to keep us away from that area to sort of cover up that truth and whatnot
2: uh definitely and uh, some of them might be doing it unknowingly Mm -hmm. uh but you know in general that's that's the idea that something's fishy is going on down there because they're saying you know don't look behind the curtain down there um paid no attention to the man behind the curtain (laughs) yeah exactly um so i don't (laughs) know Uh, there's a lot of theories a lot of people uh, have looked up some of the accounts of early explorers and have found some, you know, very interesting things. And you, you see that also come back in in the hollow earth theory where um, there have been reports of, that, of, you know, very green lush land in Antarctica or a dome even. Um, so it's a, there's a lot of different uh, points of evidence point towards it, but I've always been uh, the kind of fellow that I kind of keep that, that kind of theory at, at arm's length and really focus rather on you know what we can observe and know for ourselves just looking out our back window or you know going on an airplane or really just about any experience you'd you want to see you never see the curvature um you know uh, you have to go uh, far above commercial airline and uh, military heights to see it even if the earth was a globe and Uh, A lot of the photos we get are just patent, you know, from the organizations we trust to give us the information we uh, want, are just patently ridiculous. One of them has sex Photoshopped on the side of it. And if you go onto NASA's website, uh, right up front, there'll be a, well, you might have to do a little Google search around to find it, but there's this uh, fellow named Mr. Blue Marble. And he talks about how he stitches together all these flat images of the earth to create what, you know, the, the blue marble we expect to see. And, uh, I don't know. It, it's just pretty patently ridiculous to me to to be able to swallow it after you know you, you read something like that straight from the horse's mouth.
0: Mm-hmm. Have you guys ever tried to put together an expedition? I guess to go explore those areas, or would you guys ever think of doing that?
2: Uh, yeah, we would think of doing it, and it comes up now and then. Um, again, it, it's pretty cost prohibitive, and uh, <laughs> makes sense. <there> <laughs> other you know dangerous uh things about it as a young man I, I was lucky enough to travel down there uh on vacation and i got all the way to the point where i was you know giving giving the guy the money to get on the boat to go over to antarctica and all, all of a sudden all the the boat trips were canceled um i was down in punta arena as, as a matter of fact and again you know i'm not, I'm the kind of man that keeps the my suspicion's more at arm's length, and so I just say, oh wow, well, maybe the weather was bad that day. It looked pretty calm to me, but uh it's it certainly is suspicious
0: uh yeah, but... it definitely sounds pretty bizarre
1: so uh I'd like to follow up on the um the infinite um earth um aspect by asking um how are people like how are we able to travel from one end of the earth to the other like how could we, for like, you know, let me give you an example. If we got into, a, if we hopped into a plane from California and we flew to Japan, typically you stop in Hawaii and then you finish your trip in Japan, but you could do the same navigating East. How are we able to do that?
2: Okay. So, uh, circumnavigation, uh, I guess is basically what we're talking about here.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, and, or, you know, this trip in general, is, is just traveling an arc around the North Pole. Again, if you uh, get the idea of the, the UN logo, you have that North Pole as the center of the map, and then around the edge, the uh, mashed potatoes, I guess is Volva uh, called it, uh, Antarctica. And so you're just traveling uh, an arc, or in the case of full circumnavigation, uh, a wide circle around the North Pole.
0: Okay. Um, I guess sort of a follow-up question Um, if like I guess if wouldn't it take longer if we were going to go the route uh, Keith just said Um, I guess I guess I'm just not understanding exactly what you're saying Um, can somebody pull up a picture of the UN logo I think
3: it's more like an orbit almost like you take you take you know in the solar system model, it'd be like the North Pole is the, the sun of the solar system. And then we would just be sort of traveling around.
2: And it's funny because when you do uh, put uh, the you know, chart out and, and you look at the flight paths, uh, you see in, on the flat Earth map that uh, the vast majority of them are actually taking shorter routes because they're traveling a straight line. Of course, you know, there's an explanation on this for, in this for, you know, on non Euclidean, a globular level, but um, it's still nice to just see that straight line and be like, well, I guess they're not arcing around the whole earth uh, to try to get the fastest route. They're just going in a straight line like any reasonable person would do.
0: I am now looking at the earth and now can, or the UN picture and now understand exactly what you just said. <laughs> Excellent. Um,
3: Now, one one question I had is: so this seems to be a universal like cover up. Then, so what are
2: what are they gaining from that
3: to Mm. hide this
2: information? I think there's three big views there. Um, One is sort of George Orwellian sort of you know knowledge of power is its own knowledge. I mean, its own power uh, or power over knowledge rather. Um, uh, You even see uh, George Orwell mention us specifically in uh, 1984. Uh, he says something like oh do you think it's beyond our astronomers to invent a dual astronomy where the earth is flat and you know of course the subtext is no it's not impossible for them to do that uh, another one would be uh uh well i guess there's four uh, another one would be during the cold war we uh going to the moon to win it uh at, well you know to win the space race and then we were kind of caught in our lie And we couldn't lose the legitimacy of our governing system, uh, which we were throwing just like all at the space program at the time. And so we just got stuck, you know, saying, well, yeah, it's round, even though it's flat. Um, It'd be almost impossible to convince people. Otherwise, believe me, I've tried. Um, (laughs) Another (laughs) reason to, uh, to siphon the the budgets and the, of the various space organizations, uh, into their pockets. And then fi- finally, you see a lot more of the, r- the more religious flat earth will say that it's the hide God's truth, uh, that the Bible literally says the earth is flat. Uh, everything we see says it's flat. So why are these, you know, people, uh, trying to undermine God's word and, uh, man's place in the universe with this sort of scientific religious, um, almost tyrannical point of view where they won't allow the biblical view to exist. So, uh, okay. you see, so, so it's,
3: it's sort of, it's sort of a mix of saving face and hanging on to the established power structure.
2: Um, yeah, that, that's definitely one of the, the explanations. Yeah.
0: Um, so your theory isn't related to any sort of religion, right? It's not specifically based on any religion. No,
2: you see a lot of the earlier flat earthers being Christians. um, And even today you see quite a few Christian flat earthers. Um, Of course, the idea comes up with uh, in the Jewish religion, it comes up and even the Egyptian religion has it. um, uh, The ancient Egyptian religion, rather. Um, A lot of Islamic folks uh, contact me. So, and then a lot of atheists too. And a lot of um, people that are uh, interested in philosophy of science and Uh, how we believe what we believe so uh, I wouldn't say that it it tends if anything it tends just because of our history slightly towards Christianity but um, I'd say almost every major religion in history has had at some point some idea of a flat earth or a dome around it
0: okay
3: yeah because there was the uh, I believe it was the one of the Native American beliefs that had like sort of the dome with holes in it Mm-hmm. and that yep. sort of a, there was that was the explanation for the stars and the different celestial bodies that they were encountering
2: yeah it's always a favorite one of mine i've i mentioned that one a lot um uh the, the indians have their own version too and then of course you have the great uh turtle that everyone always makes jokes about uh some Taoism, religions right? um i don't know it might have shown up in daoism a lot of a lot of stuff has uh <laughs> but uh the dallas were definitely uh at points of time flat earthers too uh, especially given you know my earlier story where they replicated the christophanes experiment
3: mm-hmm.
2: so I, I think it does speak a lot to the idea that it's so universal it's um not only in our observation it's in our history it's in our um just everywhere you look the only place not, you know, where it says otherwise is where you have these organizations, uh, who are, will fight for their idea no matter what, and in, in an almost religious way, they, I don't, I think it'd be just, I think it'd be harder to, co- to convince a man that God doesn't exist who's, you know, very devout religious man than it would be to convince uh, a NASA scientist that space doesn't exist and given whatever, you know, reason or facts you'd like. And so it's, um, it's very, it's very odd that they sort of take this point of view that they're uh, being objective, when in fact they're just as religious as the, the Christian fundamentalist. So what does NASA do then? I think most of them uh, go about their days and think that they're, you know, actually doing the work that they're doing. Um, they, uh, If you look into it, though, they actually do a lot, a lot of random stuff that you, you, you kind of ask, you know, why are they making this? They have a television ch- station that uh, just produces trash for pretty much the whole day. Uh, they, uh, I think most people would say they're just funneling the money and though the higher ups are, you know, that are pulling the strings and organizing it the, It works in such a compartmentalized way. Uh, anything in a, that sort of military esque um, environment that one part could be thinking that they're making a part, you know, to a, an airplane and not really have any idea what the whole, the rest of the airplane, uh, looks like. And then another group in the same building is working on another part uh, with no idea what the bigger picture looks like uh, other than what's told to them through the, you know, a control structure.
3: So they're they're primarily not malicious. It's just that they're sort of a part of the deception without even realizing it.
2: I believe the vast majority of the NASA employees don't have any clue and they're just, you know, doing what they believe. Like, I don't think you have to convince very many people that the Earth is. Uh, round. I think they're already going to believe that just because it's you know shoved down their throats since from an early age. You see globes on TVs, on movies, on everything. Uh, so, yeah, I, I think the average one is just are just dupes and uh, pawns and that um, is the higher ups. And they also do very interesting things. Like uh, If you think about uh, their, the money they make off memory foam bedding and stuff and other advances that they created, they created these advances through uh, taxpayer money primarily, um, and, and various other grant sources, but they, uh, basically from the community money. and then they sell that technology back to the private sector and we buy it from the private sector. So what you're having here is they're getting the money twice for it, and they're getting uh, and the American people are having to pay twice the research and development costs on a property that should you know rightly belongs to all of us.
0: So what you're saying is, is that all of that is the reason why Trump is going to cut funding towards NASA, right?
2: (laughs) Uh, I don't know about that. I'm not a very big Trump fan myself.
0: Uh, Well, you haven't listened to the podcast, but neither are we. (laughs) Um,
2: Yeah, I think a lot of people do uh, throw that flatter thing around with, uh, trump or with global warming warming de- denying or uh uh a lot of random stuff and it, yeah I, I get it our idea is not the most popular idea in the world mm-hmm. but it's it's kind of silly to to compare uh, us to trump uh or uh global warming deniers or anything like that
0: oh sorry i but, wasn't i wasn't comparing you to trump i was comparing the nasa oh, no, thing no. to trump sorry
2: <laughs> oh you no know, you're right I, I didn't think you were but I, I might have misspoke a bit or uh uh, missaid what I was saying
3: yeah actually uh, going off of that so with the flat earth though they're like uh, global warming is still happening inside the dome or is that yeah, sort actually, of its own it's, thing
2: yeah I, th- I think a lot of flat earthers believe in global or planar warming if if, if you will um, <laughs> uh, well, I think a lot of them don't too uh, our, uh, our president, uh, actually came out uh, last time. I think it was Obama or, uh, whoever it was at the time said, you know, global war, if you don't believe in global warming or climate change, you're, a, uh, uh, flat earther. And he said, no, actually we believe in it too. <laughs> um, if you go back to, uh, the Samuel Robotham getting started a movement, he, in, uh, one of his first books or, you know, his main book, uh, talked about how, uh, there was global warming far before any other scientist uh even had you know the thought in his mind this guy uh goes and do- dedicates a good uh section of his flat earth book to showing us that underwater uh, current temperatures uh were showing that the earth was uh heating up even then uh so i don't know i uh, i definitely think that there is a a human element to global warming and it is da- or planar warming again mm-hmm. and it is uh, dangerous
1: um uh, i would like to uh yes. touch on gravity again because i was thinking this question in my head but i totally forgot to ask it so we uh we talked a little bit about gravity and what i wanted to ask i don't remember if we went over this but i wanted to ask um if we don't have gravity um what's keeping us pulled down to the earth well, you know because like scientists Say that we have gravity keeping us pulled to the earth, mm-hmm. and that's you know that's if we have a spherical earth, it, but if we don't have gravity, then what's keeping us from flying into space?
2: Well, I think there's two parts of that uh some flat earthers um myself included since i uh I was talking about the math earlier behind the the infinite plane, do believe that there's gravity I'd say uh, and that it is caused by mass or that it's simply a word for the you know universal law that things fall um. Uh, a word to cover our ignorance really. Um, I think most other ones would, most, most other flat earthers would say that there is isn't gravity and that uh, density or some other mechanism is at play here. I don't, I don't feel those views are very strong. Uh, uh the arguments behind them, I, they're not, not my favorite, but, um, I, I think I've, uh, put forth a, a very reasonable model where gravity exists. It's an infinite plane, which might be a little hard for some to swallow, but, um, And that, uh, you know, it's caused by mass.
3: So it's more that just like the description of gravity that we've been given is wrong. But gravity in itself does exist.
2: I believe so. Uh, Again, I think the average flat earther today uh, is not going to swallow that. I think the average flat earther uh, historically too. So I'm a bit against uh, the grain here, uh, even in the flat earth. Uh, But Uh, I believe gravity exists. Uh, On the other hand, there are a lot of very solid arguments that say, well, you know, gravity and the way people use gravity uh, as a word is just really to hide, you know, the ignorance of the fact that things fall downwards. Um, There's two points of view there, I guess.
0: Um, I've done a little bit of research into this and. One of the theories was that the earth is potentially slowly accelerating upwards. Is that something that's still believed by the flat earth?
2: Um, no, I don't believe there are many people that believe that anymore. Uh, there, That's actually a, a view that came uh, up on our site a long time ago, and it was popular for a little bit, but uh, in, in a way that it kind of mimics uh, Einstein's relativistic ideas uh, with equivalence principle, uh, so it's a fairly strong argument, but it has a lot of just fatal weaknesses that get attacked very often. And I don't think there, I don't think many people believe in it. In fact, a lot of times people will uh, other flat Earthers re- <laughs> come up to me and say that I'm part of the Illuminati because I'm uh, spreading <laughs> the idea that the Earth is accelerating upwards. And I'm like, well, first off, I, I you know we we don't believe that. I took it off our site. And uh, second off, oh, come on, the Illuminati—that'd that, be nice. Um, it'd be nice to get paid to, to, to talk to you know what wonderful people about the Flat Earth theory. But no, I just just do just do because I like it and believe it. it that's the one that always always gets me. <laughs> it's, it's always a good laugh.
1: So I've got an I'm, interesting. I might question.
2: do a podcast or something with a, a fez on or. Uh, <laughs>
1: you should. Yeah. So I've got a I've got another question for you. Um, can you explain to us plate shifting? Um, and I can elaborate more on that if you need me to.
2: Um, no, uh, uh, we believe plate shift. Uh, there's uh, you know there's still mantle and whatnot to the Earth in different layers. Um, it's just flat, and so we'd still have shifting. In fact, it's it's really interesting. Uh, this is an idea. That, that sort of has been bobbing back in my head, back and forth for a while. Is when you, uh, one of a lot, lot of the hollow Earth theory um, uh, talks about how, uh, or even the expanding Earth theory talks about how the continents fit to, seem to fit together both ways, uh, left and right. And so there might be some interesting uh, research there for a future flat Earther. Um, definitely not my area of expertise, though. So. But yes, so there there are plates and they're crumbling together and there's uh, tectonics and it, it's all about the same. It's just...
0: There's just a lot more like, of them. <laughs> yeah. Got it. Um,
2: or yeah. the larger ones on the outside rim, I suppose.
0: Mm-hmm. Um. So you guys are, you know, trying to make your make your theory more known. So you guys are having conferences, right? You're going to try and... Good, various places. I think I saw that on the website.
2: Um, yeah, we are, um, we're starting to organize a conference for next year. Um, and there's also, uh, another, um, another group that's having a conference in, I believe it's uh, North Carolina, um, fairly, a little bit sooner than that. Uh, so there's a lot of stir and I think a lot of people, it's really captured the uh, minds of a lot of people and, uh, it's, it's almost like it's spreading with, with wildfire like wildfire. I remember when I first started this ten years ago, I thought, well, you know i'm you know I believe this, but uh, you know I, I'm never gonna find another person that believes this uh, it, It's just it was so uh, so you know such a uh, obscure idea um, and, and nowadays it's you know if, uh, someone actually uh, found me in my hometown uh, just on the street and it was like, oh, you're that new guy and I was like, no, there's no way you, but it, yet it happened uh it was actually uh freaked out my uh wife at, uh quite a bit at the time um <laughs> but so it's great to see
3: it just real quick does your wife believe in the flat earth theory
2: uh no she doesn't but uh uh she's a she's one of those dirty globulists. but <laughs> you know I, I like that one slide <laughs>
3: Um, I've got, I've got a question. This is a little, this is getting kind of out there, but so, right. I mean, there's been a lot of historical, you know, uh, accounts of like visitors from other places or aliens, as we kind of sort mm-hmm. of call them now, does the flat earth society believe that they could be visitors from perhaps the other domes that you mentioned
2: or like from yeah, beyond that would be the dome? Yeah, that's uh, definitely the Samuel Shenton view. And, uh, our site uh, actually is, is lucky enough to house the wise collection of his literature and art um but yeah he, he would see, i think he would he might be a little hesitant to say there are aliens or, or other terrestrials but i think given that truth that if, if they do exist uh that would definitely be his first guess uh he's talked a lot about um uh, atlanteans and you know those that settled sort of atlantis or whatnot or uh other various mythological uh, figures and said, well, you know, they're, they're probably coming from this hole in the dome uh, in the firmament. Um, and at, sometimes was, you'll see writers said, well, tie that also, that hole to where the universal flood happened, uh, you know, especially the more religious ones, which are uh, very often the firmament the believers. Um, and so when God opened the window of heaven, um, all the water up above the firmament uh, went down flooded us and now it's empty um this is also uh, evidence a little bit uh, by some writers and it's not a you know view I'm, I'm crazy about but uh saying that this canopy was providing the light and uh red glowing light that might explain a place like the garden of eden uh, uh just uh, uh, as we know plants grow a lot lusher and a lot uh more a lot better uh, in red light
0: uh, question going off that, um, so if our, if our plane is going on infinitely, um, potentially there are other planes, as you said, uh, elsewhere, maybe above us or below us, I guess my question is sort of how would they get there if they were below us or if we were above them or what not?
2: Oh, I, I don't think uh, there are multiple. Pl- I think there's okay. one plane. Okay. So you uh, think that we have the
0: one plane, but multiple
2: domes. Multiple. And that's domes. Uh, really more the Samuel Shanton's view. It's, it's one I entertain at times, but um, uh, yeah, he, he talks about it. And we have a beautiful uh, painting he did of the thing on our website that he used for his lectures and whatnot. Um, but yeah, just a, a dome, and then you know other domes outside. And uh, in this picture, he you know whimsically draws you know different areas in the, you know, different, uh, domes. One's like a deserty one or one's a little more watery and the continents are different, but, uh, it's definitely conjecture. Um,
0: so, so it's I sort of def- potentially dump-y. all on the same plane, just different domes. Is that right?
2: Yeah, exactly. Okay.
0: Got it. Um, any more questions?
3: Yeah, good. All right. I'm good
0: too. Well, thanks John for joining us. Uh, we appreciate family.
3: it. Yes, thank you so much, John.
0: Um, I really appreciate it. If you want to talk about your websites or your Facebook or whatever, go ahead and oh, yeah, with, definitely. Enough. Where can you where can our viewers us. find you?
2: <laughs> you could uh, find us on Facebook at Flat Earth Today. Uh, that's also our Twitter account. Um, you could, co- or the best place is to come to our website. We have uh, the widest collection of flat earth literature at the Flat Earth Society And if you go to – we also have forums where you can talk to uh, real flat earthers and, you know, uh, argue your your point or just ask a question and learn a little bit more about us.
0: Definitely. Uh, So check them out there. Um, We appreciate you being on the show. Yeah,
2: Yeah, definitely. Thanks for having me. It It was was great. um, Thank you for being our first guest.
0: Yeah, you are our first guest. Oh,
2: definitely. Awesome. (laughs) I I guess I don't feel too bad about not hearing your show yet. (laughs) (laughs) We're kind of new,
1: yeah. Yeah, that's, new. that's
2: good. That's good. It's, good. it's always good to see a group or a podcast like this, and that uh, are willing to ask these kind of questions, or l- at least tolerate listening to them.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, All right. So, uh, if you guys enjoyed the episode, um, you guys can listen more on our iTunes, Facebook. Um at MWR cast on Facebook, on Twitter.
1: Um you can like us on Facebook at Mulder was right.
0: It's MWR Cast, but anyway, um definitely leave us a an in iTunes review. It really does help us out. Uh if you guys enjoyed the music, uh check us out or check out Christian Tadino. He's a really cool dude. Um he does some awesome music. Check him out on SoundCloud. Um we will see you guys next week.
3: This is Mulder Was Right signing off.
0: Wake up, sheeple.